0: And welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. I'm sorry for the mess in here today. Pull up a seat while I write the tables and chairs, and I guess hire a magical apprentice to mend some of these broken off table legs. There was quite the brawl in here. I don't think anyone was too badly hurt, and I don't think anyone was extremely well trained. But we'll discuss today what might happen if someone had been very well trained. We'll discuss the fighter. Fighters are the everyman of fighting, but also are very specialized in a particular form of fighting. They can wield a rapier, a bow and arrow, and a trident to net, all with proficiency, knowing how to use all of these items with at least some degree of competency. It is this well-roundedness combined with their specialized focus on a particular style that makes a fighter such a wide and varied class with a lot of potential and so many possibilities when it comes to what they want to do. Not every guard or soldier is a fighter, though. A veteran of many battles, a general, a warlord, a queen's personal protector, these may be fighters. A fighter is an expert in many forms of combat, and is incredible at what they do. Some of them have focused arcane magic into their fighting to power themselves even more, and make themselves hardier. Some have studied the tactical arts of history, and know tactics and skills to help control the battlefield. Some are just skilled when it comes to combat, and that is their specialty. Just destroying their enemies in combat. Fighters get a bad rap in my opinion. They often get called simple, or basic, when it comes to their purpose. Since they are called a fighter, and they specialize in fighting, People quite often slap the label on them that all they do is run up and attack. This is patently untrue, as a fighter can easily wield a bow and arrow and be quite the threat in doing so. A fighter can pick up the arcane magics to create a mix of martial and magic and harness their intelligence for so much even outside of combat. Even without magics, a fighter can truly do so many things in combat, from battle controlling maneuvers, to riding a powerful steed to drive back evil, and they have multiple avenues available to them, pushing them far beyond the simplicity that so many people believe they have. Now that we understand what a fighter is, we can discuss what exactly makes a fighter so special in regards to their martial abilities and traits. First, a fighter gets a D10 for their hit dice. This is the hit dice given to most classes that are meant to mix it up in melee combat without having as much magical support as the other classes. And a fighter is at the peak of running in and holding down that front line. This is the hit dice given to most classes that are meant to mix it up in melee combat without having as much magical support as the other classes. And a fighter is at the peak of running in and holding down that front line, going toe-to-toe with the enemies if they choose to do so. I mentioned that they can choose to do that, because as a fighter, they can just as easily switch to long range style, or a decent striker role if they play their cards right. Their proficiencies support this versatility, giving them proficiency with all armor. One of only two classes, that get proficiencies with all armors from just their class proficiencies, meaning they can decide whether they want to use their dexterity for their AC, Or if they want to rely on heavy armor to protect themselves. They also are proficient in shields, so they can either use a one-handed weapon and a shield to protect themselves, or dual wield, or use a two-handed weapon. And they definitely have the proficiency to wield weapons in any manner they so choose, as they are given proficiencies in both simple and martial weapons, meaning they can wield almost any weapon they choose. As for saving throws, Since fighters are very physical in regard to their skills and abilities, they get proficiency in Strength and Constitution saving throws. While they do get Strength saving throw proficiency, they don't necessarily have to use Strength for their skills, and we'll cover what allows them to change up their fighting. At first level, a fighter gets to make a decision that will help determine exactly what they will do in combat, as they choose a fighting style. Each fighting style confers a different benefit or ability onto the fighter. They can take archery to make their ranged attacks significantly more accurate. Defense to make themselves harder to hit. Dueling to deal extra damage when they fight with sword and shield or sword and free hand. Great weapon fighting to increase the chance of rolling better for their damage when it comes to using two-handed weapons or wielding a versatile weapon with two hands. Protection to make it harder to hit the fighter's allies by allowing the fighter to try to block the attack with their shield as a reaction, or two weapon fighting to allow them to add their modifier to their attacks with a weapon held in their offhand. A quick note about fighting styles, if you multiclass into another class that gives you another fighting style, or you get multiple fighting styles from one class, you cannot choose the same fighting style multiple times. A fighting style can only be taken once. Also, at first level, a fighter gets a special pool of stamina to pull from to heal themselves or protect themselves from harm. Once per short or long rest, as a bonus action, a fighter can call upon this pool of stamina to regain hit points equal to 1d10 plus their fighter level. This allows them to stay up and in the fight longer. At second level, a fighter opens up the ability to push past their absolute limits for just a moment. Once per short or long rest, they can activate their Action Surge, allowing them to take one extra whole action, meaning another set of attacks, another use of an item, or another spell being cast on their turn. Once they reach 17th level, a fighter can use this ability twice between rests, but only once on any given turn. This is a very limited resource for them, but a very powerful one, and if used wisely, can turn the tide of battle in a fight. At 3rd level, a fighter gets to choose their specialty, their subclass, known as a martial archetype. This is another step where the fighter opens up even more with their abilities, ranging from the ability to cast spells, to shooting magic arrows, to just being a slaughterer in combat. It is these archetypes that make a fighter truly special. Now, we need to discuss something that I've neglected until now. All classes, including the ones we've already covered, get a boost at class levels 4, 8, 12, 16, and 19. This boost is called an ability score improvement. When a character gets an ability score improvement, they get the chance to increase their stats. They get two points to spend as they see fit in their stats, either bumping one stat by two, or two stats each by one. This is a boost to the actual ability score, but the boost may also affect the ability score modifier. Particularly, if a skill is raised to an even number, that means the ability score will be increased. This also means that taking the two to one stat will always increase that stat's ability score modifier. Taking a boost to their stats is not necessarily the only option when a character gets an ability score improvement though. If the DM allows it, as it is an optional rule, the character can take a feat instead of the stat bump. A feat is a skill or feature that a character can use to gain new powers or opportunities in the game. Some feats have prerequisites that must be met before they can be taken, and if the prerequisite is somehow lost, the feat becomes unavailable until you regain that prerequisite. The reason why I bring up these ability score improvements now, rather than with the other classes, is that fighters are special. Fighters don't just get 5 ability score improvements, also known as ASIs, they get 7. At levels 6 and 14, a fighter gets an ASI as well, alongside the ones at 4, 12, 16, and 19. This gives the fighter the best possibility for a great stat spread, or more feats than their allies. They are given this to help make them even more of a standout from other martial classes, and show their amount of expertise in their skills. Fighters. Like most martial classes, get extra attack at level 5, but fighters are also special in this regard as well, as they get a second extra attack, so a total of 3 attacks at level 11, and a third extra attack, so 4 attacks total every time they take the attack action at level 20. This does not stack though. If you have 5 levels in Barbarian, 5 levels in Fighter will not get you another extra attack so if you want to make three or four attacks per attack action, you either need to go fighter, or find a special way to get around it. Once again, it is the fact that fighters get these extra, extra attacks that shows their martial prowess, without them having to call upon a wellspring of rage like a barbarian, or utilizing powerful magics like some of the martial classes we'll cover. At level 20, a fighter can take an action surge and make 8 attacks in one round. The last thing all fighters get happens rather early, at level 9. At this point, a fighter can push themselves to withstand something that might have otherwise overwhelmed them. They get the Indomitable ability. This ability allows them to, once per long rest, re roll a saving throw they failed. They have to use the new roll, but it gives them a chance to succeed where they otherwise would have failed they get the ability to use it twice between long rests at level 13 and three times at level 17. A fighter is a master of their weapons and skills, and they grow and scale up over time, with many of their abilities becoming more powerful as they grow. This makes them a very good class to play all the way from level 1 to 20. A fighter is a very versatile class. They can pull almost any role especially if they take certain feats, of which the fighter can get more than anyone else. A champion subclass fighter is a bruiser, being both a tank and a striker. A battlemaster pulls tactical support or spacing with certain maneuvers and weapons. An elder Knight is a caster class and therefore can pull spacer and support roles easily. And that's not even half of the subclasses a fighter gets and a fighter can take different feats and fighting styles to have different roles as well. A human battlemaster fighter who took the archery fighting style and crossbow expert feat can play entirely differently than a human battlemaster fighter who takes great weapon fighting and the great weapon master feat. Fighters are varied, complex, and can be fun to roleplay, even the much maligned human fighter. Play what you want, but don't criticize others for their fun. Be kind and don't start any fights, because who knows, they might be a fighter. Next time, we'll discuss the most reflective class, the monk. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I ask you to rate us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern if you want to support this project, other than sharing it on social media, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keeps Guide. I'm Ryan, and this has been the Tavern Keeps Guide. Thank you, and make sure to tip the bar mates.